0: local, buy local, save big deals. It's not every day you can save money. Oh wait, you can. Hi, Jenny here from Big Deals. When you shop Big Deals, you'll save money every day on
1: dozens of gift certificates from local businesses like these. Curtis Glass Center in Park Hills. Good Earth Tech Services in Bonterre. Hub's Pub and Grill in Bonterre and Potosi. The Boulevard Salon and Spa in Farmington.
2: Uncover the treasures of Columbia Street Mercantile in the heart of downtown Farmington. Columbia Street Mercantile has an exquisite collection of candles,
3: classic toys, and artisanal handmade ice cream. Step into a world of timeless charm and relish in the nostalgia. Columbia Street Mercantile, where sweetness,
2: joy, and tradition come together. Join Columbia Street Mercantile in downtown Farmington today and let your taste buds and memories dance in delight. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start.
4: I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour.
5: I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports.
4: And
2: now the start on AM 1240 KFMO.
4: Hello and good morning to you. How's it going out there? Let's see. I'm just reading ahead because there are so many things out here like Stevie Nicks getting her own Barbie doll. <laughs> What's next, huh? Uh, we have uh, Major League attendance top seventy million for the first time since two thousand seventeen. Why? <laughs> and uh, let's see what else. Uh, plus size influencer now want. This is an internet influencer, and she's a plus size lady, and she wants wider hotel hallways. Well, why doesn't she just give up some of her income and, you know, pay for those things? <clears throat> I don't know. Internet influencers. They have a lot to say. I don't know much about them, honestly, because I'm not tied to the Internet. <laughs> I don't have, you know, I have the cell phone and I have a Facebook account. And I use those two things to basically communicate with people for this morning program. And, you know, emergency or band communications with band members sometimes, or emergencies with family, things like that. I don't try to influence anybody necessarily. (laughs) Why would anybody want anything I've got as far as influence? No, I don't think so. But uh, here's a really good one for you. Dorothy Hoffner traded in her walker for a parachute And she broke a world record for skydiving. She's from Chicago. She's the oldest person on the planet to jump out of a plane. She's 104 years old. 104. (laughs) And she's skydiving. That's great. She said age is just a number. After tandem diving from a height of almost 14,000 feet, I don't think I could even look out the plane window, much less jump out the plane door at 14,000 feet. Uh, Something I can do for you though is give you news Local and regional news next here on KFMO. Are
6: you ready to transform your property into a natural paradise? Look no further than Damar Land Management. Their pond excavations have left property owners in awe. They don't just manage land, they create new possibilities. With Damar Land Management, your vision for a more beautiful, functional property becomes a reality. From excavations to forestry mulching, Damar Land Management is your trusted partner in enhancing your land. When you're ready to transform your property, call Damar Land Management, 573-664-1156.
2: to the start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify podcasts. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey.
4: Good morning. It's Tuesday, October 3rd. The time is 10 minutes after 8 o'clock. In our newscast, we're going to hear more about Missouri Highway Patrol officers arresting two men from St. Francis County for child pornography. Also, now's a great time to apply for entrance into the Mineral Area College Law Enforcement Academy. We'll have details and new rules regarding women's health are now on the books in Missouri as Senate Bills 45 and 90 were combined and have become law. Missouri Senate reporter Dean Morgan has more.
2: Senate Bills 45 and 90 were separate measures that were combined during the regular legislative session. Senator Elaine Gannon of DeSoto sponsored standalone Senate Bill 45.
0: Extending current
1: coverage for these women under Medicaid, which would increase coverage from the 60 days to a full year after birth.
2: Senate Bills 45 and 90 is similar to a proposal that was introduced last year and comes following a legislative panel's recommendations on Women's Health. The group held several hearings in late 2021. Senate Bill 90 is a measure similar to Senate Bill 45 and was sponsored by Senator Tracy McCreary of St. Louis County.
7: Each year around 60 women die within one year of being pregnant, 60 women, and the overwhelming majority of those deaths, nearly 75 percent, are
2: preventable. Senate Bills 45 and 90 became law on August 28th. Reporting from the state capitol. I'm Dean Morgan. Now is a great time to apply for
4: entrance into the Mineral Area College Law Enforcement Academy. An instructor at the Academy, Jason Fitzwater, says you can visit them for a tour.
3: We're there Monday through Friday from, from eight to four. You can stop by and and uh, and see us and we can give you the application to fill out and, and start the process. It's the most honorable profession. And, you know, I did it for twenty years, and there's nothing else that I would rather do.
4: According to Fitzwater, the next Law Enforcement Academy class begins in January. You have to be 21 years of age before you can take the post-certification for being a law enforcement official in Missouri. Officers with the Missouri State Highway Patrol's Division of Drug and Crime Control announced the arrest of 38-year-old Stephen C. Waters of Farmington and 50-year-old Brandall L. Acres of Ironton on charges of possession of child pornography. Waters and Acres were arrested September 28th after an investigation by the Division of Drug and Crime Control's Digital Forensics Investigative Unit. Investigators executed a search warrant at Waters' residence in Farmington last Thursday and that's from a social media tip he admitted to using his computer to search for and download child pornography and also admitted to sending those digital images to acres investigators contacted acres who admitted to receiving and possessing child pornography sent to him by waters a consent search of acres cellular phone re- revealed the digital images waters is charged with 3 counts of possession of child pornography and 3 counts of promoting child pornography Acres is facing three counts of possession. The two are being held in the St. Francis County Jail on a two hundred thousand dollar bond. That's news from AM twelve forty. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Tuesday, October 3rd, 812. Quick check of the weather for us shows today we expect mostly sunny skies and the high of 84 degrees. Right now, the temperature from our weather center is 61 degrees. Time for sports with Jared Pettis. Stay tuned and check the website, kfmo.com.
5: It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis. On the local side, high school softball on Monday. The North County Lady Raiders were in Sykeston and beat the Lady Bulldogs 8-7, holding off a late Sykeston rally as the Lady Bulldogs scored four runs in the bottom of the sixth inning. The Fredericton Lady Blackcats were at St. Clair and won in five innings, 20-1. On the volleyball side, see Genevieve top Bismarck 24-26, 25-22, 25-10, 25-18. Potosi sweeps DeSoto 23-16-9. Ava Robart had 17 kills to lead her team in the win. She also picked up career kill 1,000. Oh, yeah, she's just a junior as well. Jackson top Farmington in straights, 18-15-23. Kingston over Grandview, 24-26, 25-14, 25-21, 28-26. Arcadia Valley needed five sets to beat South Iron on their home floor, 25-21, 21-25, 25-19, 22-25, 15-13. Valley Catholic sweeps Perryville, 23-11-21. And the theme of losing the first set, 24-26, continues as Fredericktown beat Cape Central, in four sets again 24 26 25 15 25 22 25 21 Boys Soccer North County Falls to Pacific in penalty kicks 2 to 1 and St Paul puts up a clean sheet against Eagle Ridge 3 nothing and on the girls tennis side Arcadia Valley at the 4 seed beat 5 seed Windsor 5 nothing in the Class 1 District 2 tournament quarterfinals North County at the top seed will play the 4 seed Arcadia Valley today and Class 2 District 1 tournament quarterfinals Farmington the 4 seed beat 5 seed Festus 5 nothing. Farmington at the four seed will play the top seeded Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs today. Also today on the local side, high school volleyball on AM 1240 KFMO. The Farmington Knights host the Central Lady Rebels. The Knights 2-1 and one in conference play while the Lady Rebels 3-0 and oh, and with the win could secure at least a co-conference championship. Farmington and Central on AM 1240 KFMO with opening serve at 630. Coverage starts around 6. Farmington head coach Haley Baker on Central this season.
7: They're scrappy. You know, they've spent a few- few years building because they had a few down years and they were just building 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 and they had those young girls well now those young girls are juniors and seniors and they look good they look really good they're solid the sitting girl she's the middle she's pretty lights out Um, and so is Maddie a lot of my girls played club ball with Maddie so they know her very well we know how um, consistent she is so I think it's just going to be a night where our block is just going to have to be on and our defense is going to have to keep doing what they're doing
5: Haley Baker spoke with us after last week's win over on the growth of junior Ava Cooper over the last three seasons.
7: I wish that I had some type of film on her her freshman year because she is by far 1000% the most improved volleyball player that I've ever coached. Um, I've been doing it 11 years and I've never seen a player improve as much as Ava Cooper. Um, When she is out there, I I felt like her freshman and sophomore year, she'd go up to swing and you'd be like, ooh! Like, you just didn't know exactly what was going to happen. And now it's like, we just got to feed Ava the ball because, like, she's just so successful out there. She wants to kill the ball so bad. There are times whenever hitters, um, they do the safe thing and they just try to keep tipping and try to put it in a smart spot because they don't want to make a mistake. And, like, that is not Ava. Ava is like, set me, dog. Like, set me. I want to <laughs> hit. Yeah, like,
5: I saw I, that a couple times a night, that's too. That's exactly what it is.
7: Like, she just wants to be set. And if she hits it in the net, she hits it in the net. But she's going to keep swinging.
5: Again, coverage between Central and Farmington tonight starts with floating pregame around 6 o'clock on AM 1240 KFMO. Two other large school matches, North County at 0-3 is at Fredericktown 1-2, and and the 2-1 Potosi Lady Trojans are at St. Genevieve against the 1-2 Dragons. On the small school side, the 0-3 Valley Caledonia Lady Vikings host the Bismarck Lady Indians, who are 2-1, and and the 1-3 Kingston Lady Cougars are at West County against the 1-2 Lady Bulldogs. And a big small school conference matchup that could decide one of the top top 4 seeds in the conference Arcadia Valley 4 and 0 they host the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors 3 and 0. We'll keep you provided with updates throughout the night on KFMO Sports VB. On the softball side, Jackson at North County and Farmington host Shafi. And on the boys' soccer side, Hillsboro, the Hawks played host to the Farmington Knights. It's Tuesday. That means it's time for another Car Smart Mac Minute. This week in Mac Sports, the Mineral Area Lady Cardinals on the volleyball side lost a big region contest, but they're back in action this week. The men's soccer program has entered the top 10 in the national rankings, while the women's team has won their last two and basketball practice have officially began, but the story on the softball side. The two rights battling it out at West County. We'll start on the volleyball side. The Lady Cardinals are 14-6 but 0-2 in region play after a straight set loss at West Plains last Wednesday. They're back in action this Thursday at Lakeland. On the men's soccer side, they're 9-0-2 and tied with Crowder on Saturday, 1-1, but they do enter the top ten in the national rankings now at ninth in Division Two. While the women's team are 4-5-1, they've won their last two, beating Central Methodist last Wednesday, then Crowder on Saturday, and haven't even allowed a goal in those two. They're both back in action at Lewis and Clark tomorrow, then at Metropolitan Community College on Saturday. And basketball women's and men's, the Cardinals and Lady Cardinals, officially began practices on Sunday and Monday. And on the softball side, it's a Mineral Area Lady Cardinal exhibition against Three Rivers, the Lady Raiders, at West California. High School. The old stomping ground of CJ and Gracie Wright who now face off against each other for the first time. CJ coaching Mac, Gracie playing for Three Rivers. Here's C.J. Wright.
3: It'll be challenging. Uh, It'll be competitive. She's super competitive. I'm super competitive. And you can bet she's going to be trying to have her best game when she
5: plays me. And I'm going to be trying to have my best game when we play her. So um, that'd be fun. The doubleheader today from West County High School between the Mineral Area Lady Cardinals and Three Rivers Lady Raiders on the softball side. First pitch times of 3.30 and 5.30. If you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. Visit them at thinkcarsmart.com. That's your car smart Mac Minute. From there to the NHL, the St. Louis Blues and Columbus Blue Jackets had a preseason matchup on Monday. The Blues tried to come back after trailing 4-0, but were unsuccessful. Jacob Vrana had two goals and an assist in the loss. The Blues are back in action on Thursday at Dallas with a 6.30 pregame, a 7 o'clock puck drop on B104.3. Blues head coach Craig Bruby likes that center Oscar Sunquist provides much-desired consistency and has returned to St. Louis. He knows
8: what he needs to provide us. You know, it's no gray area with him. This is it. This is what he does. And this is what we need from him. And we get that. So it's predictable. I like that predictability. You know, we all want predictable players. But that's, that's not the way it works. You know, there's players skilled players a little unpredictable at times but sonny's a very predictable player
5: again coverage on b104.3 starts at 6 30 thursday the blues and the dallas stars in the preseason the blues will wrap up the preseason saturday against the chicago blackhawks nfl the kansas city chiefs beat the new york jets 23 20 on sunday running back isaiah pacheco had a huge game for the chiefs how did things feel different for him playing this season with that experience being able to uh have trust in, in in my uh my game and that's going out
2: there and, and listening to uh, Pat and the coaches and whoever makes the call for me. Just playing
5: fast and showing them uh, that uh, I know my job 100 percent. And it's fun when you, we when out there. Uh, Make it please. The Chiefs are back in action this Sunday on KFMO. Coverage starts at 2 o'clock. Kickoff at 325. The Chiefs are in Minnesota against the Vikings. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC is atop the Western Conference on the season after clinching it in their win on Saturday over Sporting KC. They're back in action on Wednesday against Vancouver on the road for a 9:30 kickoff. City recently got Klaus back from injury a couple of weeks ago. City head coach Bradley Carnell, what makes Klaus a special
9: player? What you notice about Klaus. He's the first one to get his head down and recover. He's the first one to help out in the defense. He's the first one to point fingers at his friends and get them all together and get them re-energized. And he he's, he brings a lot of energy and he holds a lot of people accountable, right? So, myself as well. So, he's always, we, everyone, we're all on our toes because we just want him. Klaus is a winner by nature. You can just see. He breathes and his heart beats for points.
5: City and Vancouver kickoff at 9.30. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers at 21st in the nation, play the 23rd ranked LSU Tiger. LSU Tigers this weekend, and the NASCAR Cup Series races at the Charlotte Roval on Sunday to wrap up the round of 12. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.
1: Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call Financial Advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC.
6: Wings, seafood, soups, and sandwiches. Whatever you're craving, you'll find it at Lady Diaz Shamrock Restaurant located right off of Highway 67 in Rosner Road in Park Hills. There's something on the menu for everyone, from burgers and fries to steaks, pasta, and seafood to great starters and so much more. Plus, get 90-cent wings all day, every day. Lady Dye Shamrock, located right off of Highway 67 on Rosner Road in Park Hills, open Wednesday and Thursday at 4 p.m., Friday and Saturday from noon to 9 p.m., and Sundays from noon to 6 p.m. It's homecoming week, and the Farmington Police Department wants to wish the Farmington Knights good luck in Friday night's game, encouraging everyone to wear their black and gold. Come support the Knights this Friday night. Good luck, Knights, for the Farmington Police Department.
1: Check out the Antique Mall St. Genevieve in historic downtown St. Genevieve. Find the perfect gift for your loved one with an array of antiques, collectibles, crafts and more. There are dozens of vendors to choose from in this upscale converted historic industrial space. Open 10 to 5, 7 days a week. That's the Antique Mall St. Genevieve, 100 Market Street in historic downtown St. Genevieve. Make sure you visit often. You never know what you'll find.
4: It's 823 at KFMO and our special Space Museum Grissom Center Report of the Month is coming up in a moment with Earl Mullins, so stay tuned. Some
1: people just don't care for their eyes as well as they should, but the fact of the matter is your eyes are one of your most precious gifts. Why take a chance with your sight? Call Bird's Eye View in Farmington and set up an appointment to get a whole new view of the world. Optometrist Dr. Allison Bird offers full eye exams for both contacts and glasses as well as pre- and post-operative care for patients undergoing LASIK eye surgery or other eye surgical procedures depend on bird's eye view in farmington call 573-454-2940 and make your appointment today
0: let us go! Where are we going, Mario? To Gentiva Personal Care in Birmingham! What's a Gentiva? Princess Peach! We are hosting the 6th Annual Indoor Trunk and Treat there on Friday, October 27th from 3pm to 7pm. That's right, Mario. We're going to have games, photo ops, giveaways, and gather coins and candy as we explore different worlds. Gather your friends and meet us at Gentiva Personal Care, located at 751 Maple Valley Drive on October 27th from 3 to 7pm.
8: Let's go!
1: Plenty of companies can help you with your home improvement projects, but few offer the skills and resources of 30-plus years in business. Dalton Home Improvement is experienced in exterior projects like doors, windows, siding and gutters, and interior projects including kitchen and bath remodeling. Dalton Home Improvement can help you from start to finish when you are ready to make improvements on your home or business. Call 314-640-2808 or check them out at daltonhomeimprovements.com.
4: Uh, You know the place that's the best. That's the uh, Bonterre Space Museum and Grissom Center. It's time for the monthly report with Earl Mullins standing by. We have him here in the studio with us. Hi, Earl. How are you?
3: Good morning, Mike. Uh, Really good to be back with you. I know I was a greased pig for a while. I've been been running around all over the country, and it's good to be back. I promise I'll do better.
4: Oh, you do a great job, and we appreciate you because, you know why? Because you're professional about it.
3: Oh well, thank you very much. I, well then, here then then in that case, I was I was reserved on this, but I've got to say that you and Audra Kane are my best, <laughs> my favorite radio people.
4: Well, gee, I, I appreciate it.
3: I think you guys do a phenomenal job, and it has nothing to do with you giving me a little bit of time on the radio.
4: <laughs> well, I appreciate the comments, and it is great to have you here because. We didn't have any kind of a science program at all, really. Well, I understand. And that's it, something I've been looking for.
3: Sure. I, you know what? This has been a challenge for me, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I'm a nut and bolt guy. I'm, a, I'm an engineer, and so I'm not an astrophysicist. Uh, there's a lot of things I don't know about space. I'm a, obviously a fan, but it challenges me to study, and, and I would encourage anybody else to do that. There is a, you know, the world is our plum and there, there, is, there is so much to know out there. Uh, you have always had a little bit of an interest in uh, exoplanets, so mm-hmm. I'm putting together a program on exoplanets. We're going to go hunting in the universe for other worlds similar to ours, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. And, uh, but it's been good for me because I can expand my knowledge base. Mm-hmm. Now with that said, Mike, I have prepared a special little treat for you today. Okay?
4: Oh, I'm, I'm ready. I... All, right,
3: all right. So I know you're somewhat of a, uh, a student of history. You love history. Uh, you just love knowledge, period. And I know you love the museum, and you don't, mm-hmm. you're very busy. You don't get an opportunity to come to the museum very often. So what I've decided to do is bring a little of the museum to you. Great. And uh, it's unfortunate that we're not video here, but, um, you know, that's kind of a, a teaser, Mm-hmm. If anybody that uh, is listening to the program today would like to see some of these same artifacts, uh, I know where you can find them. Mm. You can visit the museum, and we'll, <laughs> we'll show them to you. But at any rate, we just acquired these, and they are from the estate of Bill Douglas, uh, Dr. Bill Douglas. Bill Douglas uh, was a military Air Force doctor, and uh, I think his rank was colonel. He was the doctor to the original seven astronauts. And what we have here today are some of his transcripts and paperwork from the very beginning of the space age for the United States.
4: That's amazing. So, you know, so, it, it's really, it gives me goosebumps to see these papers laying on the desk right here.
3: It, it, and, and these are, in, in most cases, one-ofs. They don't exist anywhere else. And mm-hmm. so we, we are challenged to disseminate this knowledge around. So let me hand you this first piece here. Now, don't go ape on me, but this, (laughs) yeah, really, this this is the original verbatim transcript typewritten by Bill Douglas uh, about the MR3 launch. That's the Mercury-Redstone 3 launch of Alan Shepard, our first man in space. And there were three tries. It was scrubbed two different times, and he finally, finally succeeded launch. Obviously, it was a suborbital flight. And what's really interesting about this is is the humanity that's portrayed in here um, matter of fact you know i always had the impression when i was a kid that these guys guys got along super duper and there was never any conflict baloney i mean they're human beings <laughs> yeah, and they were right, high right. high octane guys on the second page there mike it talks about a tiff that alan Shepard and john glenn got into Alan, it was a or uh, John Glenn was a very uh, religious fellow. He went to church regularly and he went to church prior to this launch, and he wanted it to remain private. Alan Shepard, on the other hand, is not so religious or was not so religious, and he tipped off the press. And so when John came out of church, the press swarmed him, and John didn't appreciate that much. And as a matter of fact, because of this rift, ultimately they had to be sent to different locations oh my goodness so they couldn't be in the same some, same location I, together
4: I, I want to just read this line here sure go uh, ahead now the doctor wrote Glenn you know the astronaut was obviously angry with Shepherd about this but Shepherd kept, sticking the needle deeper and deeper <laughs> yes by remarks such as well john i thought you would be happy and proud to have your picture taken coming out of church you're so proud of your religious feelings yes you know now come on he's getting a little Yeah, <laughs>
3: alan alan <laughs> was not such a nice guy he, no he no. really was not you know, so so here's amazing. another little piece i don't want us to run too long this is actually a cigarette lighter, and mm-hmm. incidentally, well, we'll talk about that in a moment. This is a cigarette lighter that was presented to Bill Douglas by the original Mercury 7.
4: Now, this is a really old-style lighter. It, it is,
3: it's the uh, lever, the lever kind lighter. Of,
4: kind of flat, fat, flat and fat, y- Yes. in short. Yes. It's one of those types of lighters. And, Amazing, thank you and, for letting And, me and
3: what a lot of people, what a lot of people don't understand is that a lot of these guys smoked. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a different time.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, so next is this. I, I get chills when I pick this up. Uh, this is actual handwritten raw data by Bill Douglas. Uh, the astronauts went to uh, Loveless Clinic in Albuquerque, New Mexico, for their physical evaluations. This has to be very early. This this is, this is was written probably very, very early. Uh, it, it is their medical data. It's got a date on it, isn't it? Uh, Correct. It is correct. 1961. Yes, very very early, and uh, August actually. And and you'll notice that some of them had allergies. Matter of fact, they they were going to uh, prevent Grissom from flying because he had an allergy to ragweed, (laughs) and he finally convinced them that there was no ragweed in space, so he was safe to go.
4: (laughs) Well, that's a good argument, I would
3: say. And then probably. The the PA stay resistance here this, and and do we have some time left? I go, don't ahead, want to go, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but anyway, this is the original, met, biomedical report of John Glenn taken by Bill Douglas, post or pre flight and post flight. And in this biomedical record, there's only four copies of this. Yeah. We don't know where the other three are, but we're tickled that we've got one of them. Uh, but. It has his original EKG monitoring strips in there. And then one last piece.
4: They're they're probably uh, with the uh, Ark of the Covenant back in the...
3: That's exactly right. Wherever the government stores it. I'm really surprised you didn't burst into flame, Mike, whenever you touched this particular... Well, I opened it, especially. (laughs) Uh, And then finally, uh, we have here, and and I like this because I'm... I'm actually a knife maker. I, I I haven't been able to do it for years, but I'm going to try to get back into it. Uh, something I do for a hobby. Incidentally, Bill Douglas was a big stamp collector, Ooh, and he. No kidding. Yeah, he collected stamp. Matter of fact, a lot of this correspondence in here is him trying to find stamps,
4: <laughs>
3: and uh, talking about fishing. Um, But Bo Randall, for you knife guys out there, you'll know who Bo Randall was. He was one of the original, he's the icon of the custom knife world. Mm -hmm. Um, He was in Orlando, Florida, and he crafted the survival knives for the original seven. Uh, Incidentally, we're getting one of those for the museum shortly. It should be there in the next month or so. But here's a letter to Bo Randall uh, with a diagram explaining how one of the knives had a sharp edge on it that Bill didn't like. He didn't want the astronauts to get hurt. He said, could you dull that a little bit for us? And then what is remarkable, and I find this, I mean, it's my, one of my favorite pieces because of my interest. Uh, I, what I find remarkable is a handwritten letter back to uh, Colonel Douglas uh, from Bo Randall saying, yes, sir, yes, sir, we will fix anything you would like, sir. <laughs> and, and he said, yeah, we will make sure that, that um, this is taken care of. And the other thing, and I don't know that this ever came to light, there might have been a few people that understood this, there was another version of this hmm. that they tried originally. Uh, that makes me want to go on a quest now. I've got to figure out where, where and what that original version was and it's laying out there somewhere
4: that's the thing you know it's like looking for a needle in a haystack exactly right
3: and and so i realize that this isn't you know super interesting to a lot of people but for those of you who love history but it really should be interesting to you because this is america here guys it is it is and it's here
4: you can see it you can even smell it i can smell the paper
3: yeah, you know, right from from the 1960s. You smell a cigarette smoke on it? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. bit. You probably would. Uh, yeah, some yeah. of them. We, we that did. is
4: amazing, Earl, that you've gotten that. Was it difficult to get this material? No,
3: actually. Well, <laughs> it was expensive. A little well, expensive. Was, we yeah. we we spent some money at the museum. That that maybe I I when I went to the board of directors about it, I told them I said, look, since I've retired, I you know I can't afford to do this right now. I, I could have, but I lied. <laughs> and, and, I, and I told them, I said, you know, uh, we really need some of this. We need this representation in the museum. And they were all immediately in agreement. And so it cost us a few dollars. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's worth it to have it here in our area.
8: It is. And
3: um, this is just a tiny bit of a huge archive that we have. I mean, we have a huge archive.
4: Yeah, and if you didn't have it, where would it be? It would be well, gone, probably.
3: That that's really a good point because a lot of this goes into the hands of private collectors mm-hmm. and it will never see the light of day again, you you know, unless you happen to be a friend of the family and, and you're invited over to say, hey, take a look at my collection, uh, nobody's ever going to see it again. True. And and we feel like that this information should be disseminated um, we need an accurate portrayal of history. Uh, I, I don't believe in rewriting history, but I, I believe that we need to understand history uh, because the mistakes we make, if we don't understand history and we don't realize and appreciate the mistakes we made, uh, we're, we're doomed to repeat it.
4: Well, some of us who know history are seeing us repeat history now in some audience.
3: Abs, Absolutely. Some things are being repeated. And you know, that, that brings me to this thought. Uh, the John Glenn, Alan Shepard thing, these guys were human beings, had separate, separate, totally separate personalities, but somehow or other were able to come together at the end of the day and make all this happen. And there's something about the human spirit and and human, maybe I should say human endeavor that makes us, pulls us together. During the Apollo years, we were... It was the best of times and worst of times. We had the Vietnam War, etc. Don't know what that was. It
4: was Captain Kirk.
3: He's oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was the best of times, worst of times. Uh, Vietnam War, assassinations, Martin Luther King, Bobby Kennedy, you name it. It was horrible. But it was that thing. It was our exploration of space that really brought us together. And when we landed on the moon, it's like President Nixon said, at that moment, in that one special moment, we were a world united, and it brought us together uh, to celebrate what's good and noble about human beings.
4: And I think it's important that our young people see that, hear that, and feel that.
3: And and this this is what the museum is about. It's more about a way of thinking. We don't teach people what to think, but we teach them, try to teach them how to think and, and how to think positively. and, and Uh, there's a sign over our door as you leave it says through these portals pass the designers of the future and at the bottom it simply says engineer a good one and and we need to engineer a good one somewhere out there there is that kid that we may inspire that will uh, invent a new renewable cheap power source or there may be that kid that that finds the cure for cancer that that is seems like pie-in-the-sky mm-hmm. stuff. I just watched a program a million miles away about a, a astronaut named Hernandez. He was a Margaret far, farm worker, came here picking uh, vegetables and fruit, and set a goal. He was uh, rejected, I think, 16 times by NASA, ultimately flew in space. There you go. He stayed after it, and that's what we try to try to try to convey to people is persistence hard work and cram every bit of knowledge you can in your head be ready when the opportunity comes
4: it's a great recipe I think you've got a success oh and great <laughs> thanks I can't wait to get you back next month you know what I would encourage people to go by the museum uh, tell us real quick before we let you go what are your hours and uh, where are you located
3: okay so it's Friday Saturday uh, nine to five Sunday afternoon from one to five there is a small fee we try to keep it. As cheap as possible, it's $10 for adults, $7 for students, $9 for seniors and military personnel. Uh, but we have an Ameren bill just like everybody else, and we, we have to pay the bills. And in order for us to continue, uh, we have to do these charges. We get no, at this point, get no state or federal funding, It's and none of us at the museum take a penny out of it. All of it is turned back into the program for your benefit.
4: That's great. Earl, I think you're going to have some folks coming over. You've got some great stuff here, and uh, we'll have you back next month to talk more about those uh, exoplanets, maybe.
3: Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah,
4: that'll be interesting. All right. So thanks for being here.
3: Thank you, Mike, for having me, and uh, see you all around.
4: There he goes, up into space. It's Earl Mullins, and uh, he's the proprietor of the... uh, Space Museum and Grissom Center in Bontair. I urge you to get by there and see what they have. Now stay tuned. We have a brief newscast
6: coming up in sports and more interviews. Stay tuned to KFMO. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting and bookkeeping and payroll. Crunch that number one more time. 573-546-3104, a trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchela County and Tax Service in Ironton.
7: Sunny sky today, our high temperatures this afternoon will be into the upper 80s. We will see an increase in the cloud cover tonight, overnight low in the low to mid-60s. Chance of a few showers Wednesday, our high low 80s. Thursday, expecting to see showers and a chance of storms or high temperatures on Thursday in the low to mid-70s. And then as we head into Friday, lots of sunshine. Highs on Friday right around 70. Saturday, sunshine and low 60s. From the parklands 24-hour weather center i'm meteorologist sally russell
2: local news you can trust this is the parklands freedom leader am 1240 kfmo here's mike ramsey
4: good morning it's tuesday october 3rd and it's 20 minutes before nine o'clock in our newscast we're going to talk about penny Gilly playing at the big bluegrass festival in leadwood this weekend and business in the St. Francis County Prosecuting Attorney's Office still working its way back to normal after the COVID pandemic. St. Francis County Prosecuting Attorney Blake Dudley says they're still working with cases that go back as far
2: as 2014. Typically, it becomes harder to prosecute them the older the cases get. We're trying to get our feet underneath us. The first step was always to, to get the staff, and we were lucky to get a good administrative staff when we came in. We've been able to hold on to those positions. We've added to them. Even just recently, we've HIRED A NEW VICTIM ADVOCATE, AND WE'VE GOT A FORMER SECRETARY WHO WORKED in THE PREVIOUS ADMINISTRATION has COME BACK TO WORK FOR US.
4: ACCORDING TO DUDLEY, THEY'RE ABLE TO HOLD MORE JURY TRIALS NOW, AND THE GRAND JURY HAS BEEN REINSTATED. The grand jury reviews cases and issues charges to fast-track cases to court. Promoters of the Mineral Area Bluegrass Association's Country Gospel Bluegrass Music Festival are finalizing preparations for this weekend's festival in Leadwood. The featured entertainer for this year's music is Penny Gilly. Gilly says she'll bring a down-home country-style performance to Ledwood City Park.
0: Just expect some good old country music, and I surprise people. I throw a couple really fun things in there, too. Every now and then we get a little Elvis or something, you know, really fun that's from my heart, and we just have a good time. That's the main thing. I have a good time with the band and with the audience just because those people are the reason I get to do what I love, and I just go out there and have a good time.
4: The ninth Annual Country Gospel Bluegrass Music Festival opens this Saturday at 10 a.m. in Leadwood City Park. It continues until 10 o'clock in the evening. Gate admission is $5 for adults. Children 12 and under get in free. That's news from KFMO AM 1240. It's Tuesday, October 3rd. Stick around. We have sports coming up next from Jared Pettis. And remember to check the website, KFMO.com.
5: It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis. On the local side, high school softball on Monday. The North County Lady Raiders were in Sykeston and beat the Lady Bulldogs 8-7, to holding off a late Sykeston rally as the Lady Bulldogs scored four runs in the bottom of the sixth inning. The Fredericktown Lady Blackcats were at St. Clair and won in five innings, 20-1. On the volleyball side, see Genevieve top Bismarck 24-26, 25-22, 25-10, 25-18. Potosi sweeps DeSoto 23-16-9. Ava Robart had 17 kills to lead her team in the win. She also picked up career kill 1,000. Oh, yeah, she's just a junior as well. Jackson top Farmington in Straits, 18-15-23. Kingston over Grandview, 24-26, 25-14, 25-21, 28-26. Arcadia Valley needed five sets to beat South Iron on their home floor, 25-21, 21-25, 25-19, 22-25, 15-13. Valley Catholic sweeps Perryville, 23-11-21. And the theme of losing the first set, 24-26, continues as Fredericktown beat Cape Central, in four sets. Again, 24-26, 25-15, 25-22, 25-21. Boys soccer, North County Falls to Pacific in penalty kicks, 2-1. And St. Paul puts up a clean sheet against Eagle Ridge, 3-0. And on the girls' tennis side, Arcadia Valley at the four-seed beat five-seed Windsor, 5-0 five in the Class 1, District 2 tournament quarterfinals. North County at the top seed will play the four-seed Arcadia Valley today. And Class 2, District 1 tournament quarterfinals, Farmington, the four-seed beat five-seed Festus, 5-0. Five nothing. Farmington at the four seed will play the top seeded Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs today. Also today on the local side, high school volleyball on AM 1240 KFMO. The Farmington Knights host the Central Lady Rebels. The Knights 2-1 and one in conference play while the Lady Rebels 3-0 and oh, and with the win could secure at least a co-conference championship. Farmington and Central on AM 1240 KFMO with opening serve at 6.30. Coverage starts around 6. Farmington head coach Haley Baker on Central this season.
7: They're scrappy. You know, they've spent a few- Few years building because they had a few down years and they were just building, building, building. And they had those young girls. Well, now those young girls are juniors and seniors, and they look good. They look really good. They're solid. The sitting girl, she's the middle. She's pretty lights out. Um, and so is Maddie. A lot of my girls played club ball with Maddie, so they know her very well. We know how um, consistent she is. So I think it's just going to be a night where our block is just going to have to be on, and our defense is going to have to keep doing what they're doing.
5: Haley Baker spoke with us after last week's win over on the growth of junior Ava Cooper over the last three seasons.
7: I wish that I had some type of film on her her freshman year because she is by far 1,000% the most improved volleyball player that I have ever coached. Um, I've been doing it 11 years, and I've never seen a player improve as much as Ava Cooper. Um, When she is out there – I I felt like her freshman and sophomore year, she'd go up to swing and you'd be like, "Ooh!" like you just didn't know exactly what was going to happen. And now it's like, we just got to feed Ava the ball because like, she's just so successful out there. She wants to kill the ball so bad. There are times whenever hitters, um, they do the safe thing and they just try to keep tipping and try to put it in a smart spot because they don't want to make a mistake. And like, that is not Ava. Ava is like, set me dog. Like, set me. I (laughs) want to hit. Yes. I saw
5: that a couple of times a night too. That's exactly what it is.
7: Like she just wants to be set. And if she hits it in the net, she hits it in the net, but she's going to keep swinging.
5: Again, coverage between Central and Farmington tonight starts with floating pregame around six o'clock on AM twelve forty KFMO. Two other large school matches, North County at 0 and three is at Fredericktown one and two, and the two and one Potosi Lady Trojans are at St. Genevieve against the one and two Dragons. On the small school side, the O-3 Valley Caledonia Lady Vikings host the Bismarck Lady Indians, who are two-and-one, and the one and three Kingston Lady Cougars are at West County against the one-and-two Lady Bulldogs, and a big small school conference matchup that could decide one of the top top 4 seeds in the conference Arcadia Valley 4 and 0 they host the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors 3 and 0. We'll keep you provided with updates throughout the night on KFMO Sports VB. On the softball side, Jackson at North County and Farmington host Shafi. And on the boys' soccer side, Hillsboro, the Hawks played host to the Farmington Knights. It's Tuesday. That means it's time for another Car Smart Mac Minute. This week in Mac Sports, the Mineral Area Lady Cardinals on the volleyball side lost a big region contest, but they're back in action this week. The men's soccer program has entered the top 10 in the national rankings, while the women's team has won their last two and basketball practice have officially began, but the story on the softball side. The two rights battling it out at West County. We'll start on the volleyball side. The Lady Cardinals are 14-6 but 0-2 in region play after a straight set loss at West Plains last Wednesday. They're back in action this Thursday at Lakeland. On the men's soccer side, they're 9-0-2 and tied with Crowder on Saturday, 1-1, but they do enter the top 10 in the national rankings now at 9th in Division 2 While the women's team are 4-5-1, they've won their last two, beating Central Methodist last Wednesday, then Crowder on Saturday, and haven't even allowed a goal in those two. They're both back in action at Lewis and Clark tomorrow, then at Metropolitan Community College on Saturday. And basketball women's and men's, the Cardinals and Lady Cardinals, officially began practices on Sunday and Monday. And on the softball side, it's a Mineral Area Lady Cardinal exhibition against Three Rivers, the Lady Raiders, at West California. High School. The old stomping ground of CJ and Gracie Wright, who now face off against each other for the first time. CJ coaching Mac, Gracie playing for Three Rivers. Here's CJ Wright.
3: It'll be challenging. It'll be competitive. She's super competitive. I'm super competitive. And you can bet she's going to be trying to have her best game when she plays
5: me, and I'm going to be trying to have my best game when we play her. So Um, That'd be fun. The doubleheader today from West County High School between the Mineral Area Lady Cardinals and Three Rivers Lady Raiders on the softball side. First pitch times of 3.30 and 5.30. If you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart, where buying a car isn't rocket science. Visit them at thinkcarsmart.com. That's your Car Smart Mac Minute. From there to the NHL, the St. Louis Blues and Columbus Blue Jackets had a preseason matchup on Monday. The Blues tried to come back after trailing 4-0, but were unsuccessful. Jacob had two goals and an assist in the loss. The Blues are back in action on Thursday at Dallas with a 6.30 pregame, a 7 o'clock puck drop on B104.3. Blues head coach Craig Bruby likes that center Oscar Sunquist provides much-desired consistency and has returned to St. Louis. He knows
8: what he needs to provide us. You know, it's no gray area with him. This is it. This is what he does, and this is what we need from him. And we get that. So it's predictable. I like that predictability. You know, we all want predictable players. that's, That's not the way it works. You know, there's players... Skilled players, a little unpredictable at times, but Sonny's a very predictable player.
5: Again, coverage on B104.3 starts at 6.30 Thursday. The Blues and the Dallas Stars in the preseason. The Blues will wrap up the preseason Saturday against the Chicago Blackhawks. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the New York Jets 23-20 on Sunday. Running back Isaiah Pacheco had a huge game for the Chiefs. How did things feel different for him playing this season with that experience? Being able to... uh have trust in, in in my uh my game and that's going out
2: there and, and listening to uh Pat and the coaches and whoever makes the call for me just playing fast
5: and showing them uh that uh, I know my job 100% and it's fun when you, when you're out there uh Make it, please. The Chiefs are back in action this Sunday on KFMO. Coverage starts at 2 o'clock. Kickoff at 325. The Chiefs are in Minnesota against the Vikings. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC is atop the Western Conference on the season after clinching it in their win on Saturday over Sporting KC. They're back in action on Wednesday against Vancouver on the road for a 9:30 kickoff. City recently got Klaus back from injury a couple of weeks ago. City head coach Bradley Carnell, what makes Klaus a special
9: player? what notice about Klaus. He's the first one to get his head down and recover. He's the first one to help out in the defense. He's the first one to point fingers at his friends and get them all together and get them re-energized. And he he's, he brings a lot of energy and he holds a lot of people accountable, right? So myself as well. So he's always, we, everyone, we're all on our toes because we just want to, Klaus is a winner by nature. You can just see he breathes and his heart beats for points.
5: City and Vancouver kickoff off at 9.30. NCAA football, the Missouri Tigers at 21st in the nation, play the 23rd ranked LSU Tigers lsu tigers this weekend and the nascar cup series races at the charlotte roval on sunday to wrap up the round of 12 that's sports i'm jared pettis
2: is your insurance company like that cousin who only calls when he needs money it might be time to see me chris morrison your good neighbor state farm agent in farmington i'll show you why state farm has been the number one name in insurance for over 70 years personal service big savings on your auto home or life insurance and fast claim service when you need us contact me today and I'll show you how to get to a better state with a better rate. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com.
4: It's 851 from KFMO. Stay tuned. Up next, it's our Casa of the Parkland Report with the
5: Executive Director of the group, Joanna Watts, here on KFMO. Gather your friends and get to the Sandtrap Trap in Park Hills. It's the Parkland's premier indoor golf club. Enjoy a cold beverage and a burger and fries while playing in one of their three PGA Indoor Golf Simulators. It's a unique indoor golf experience you don't want to miss. You can book your tee time online at sandtrapigc.com or just stop by order something from the menu and jump in for a round or two the Sandtrap indoor golf club located on Strauss drive in park hills
4: this is the start from kfmo am 1240 thank you so much for tuning in it really means a lot to us let's go to the phone lines now and visit with joanna Watts. she's the executive director of the casa of the parkland group joanna good morning how are you today
0: Good morning. I am doing well. Thanks for having me.
4: Well, it's always great to talk to you because uh, I believe in trying to put information on the airwaves that means something to the community. And what you do, your group, Casa of the Parkland, definitely has meaning for our community. Uh, And I guess uh, we could start the conversation by talking about uh, some new volunteers that you have. How does that all work and who do you have?
0: Yeah, so we have uh, trainings for our volunteers uh, pretty much quarterly. So CASA is Court Appointed Special Advocates, and we are a nonprofit organization that works to um, advocate for children who are in foster care. So we rely on members of the community to um, be a voice for a child. So we have four volunteers who have gone through 30 hours of training. So it takes about five weeks and they you know the training covers a lot of um just information that they will be that they'll need to know um while they're advocating for a child so like things about trauma or the child welfare system um we do a lot of like kind of case study practices but these volunteers have completed the training and um they will be sworn in by our judge and then appointed to a child or a sibling group in foster care. Go and visit them at least once a month. Get to know what's going on in their life. Find out what their wishes are, give them that voice, and report back to the judge and advocate for their best interest.
4: You know that uh, to me that sounds like a a big job and the people that volunteer for this Uh, really takes a special kind of person, doesn't it?
0: Oh my goodness, we have the best volunteers. It absolutely does. Our volunteers spend about five hours a month volunteering their time. So it does sound like a lot uh, because what they do is very impactful in the life of a child, Uh, you know, but through spending time with the child, talking to different professionals like children's division or attorneys. We even go and spend time with teachers and getting to know what's going on in, um, you know, in the school, how we can support them in that way. Uh, But for five hours a month, you know, you're really giving back to a child who needs somebody and you're with them throughout the duration of their case and you help them find a safe, permanent and loving home.
4: It's amazing the work you do there at uh, the Casa of the Parkland. Now, the volunteers are so important, and you have some things you do throughout the year that help help the group to uh, stick around and do their job, and one of those is the Festival of Trees. That's coming up pretty soon, I guess. Is it in December or November?
0: So it's November. So it's the weekend of Thanksgiving, that Friday and Saturday. Yep, it's Festival of Trees and also a gingerbread competition. It's November 24th and 25th at the Centene Center. It'll be open from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. It's a free event. Everyone is welcome. And we are still taking applications for businesses and organizations, individuals who want to participate by either decorating a tree, uh, a tabletop tree, a big seven-and-a-half-foot tree, or a wreath. And then um, there's, we're also accepting entries for the gingerbread competition. There's a lot more information online at casaoftheparkland.org. There's a Festival of Trees page. Uh, There's also contact information. People can contact us directly at festivaloftrees at casaoftheparkland.org or give us a call, 573-664-1299. We have applications coming in already um, for especially the big trees, and we only have 20 spots. So we would love to see as many people participate as possible, especially with the gingerbread competition, because that's going to be a lot of fun.
4: Oh, it, it's it's amazing what you see with the gingerbread houses. It really is. So will this be, uh, did you say its location? Because is it going to be at the same place it was last year?
0: Yep, it'll be at the Centine Center Friday and Saturday, November 24th and 25th from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m.
4: Okay, great. Wanted to be sure to get that out there again. And thanks for being with us. I really apologize. We're running out of time. But uh, no, uh, if anybody thanks wants thanks to me. If anybody wants to contact you about maybe trying to become a volunteer or something, should they just call the same number?
0: Yes. Yep, absolutely. Or send us an email, Parkland at gmail.com.
4: Fantastic. Joanna, thanks so much for being with us. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Joanna Watts there on AM 1240. Sounds like we're ready for CBS Worldwide News. So it's 9 o'clock at KFMO Park Hills.